Hello and welcome to the Real Exes of Portland podcast, coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I'm Heather. I'm Sophie. And I'm Amy. And we are real women, real friends, with real stories. That are super juicy. And I might add, real boobs. (laughs) And we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. And we will be hanging out with you guys every Wednesday afternoon. And you know what Wednesday is? Wine Wine Wednesday. Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Real Exes of Portland podcast. Thank you once again for coming back and listening to us and putting up with us and putting up with Sophie's laugh, and putting up with my dorkishness, and putting up with... Our mics. Our mics. We got issues with the mics. But no, I think we've got it. We got got another one. Four. What does that mean if we have four mics now? Oh, what might that mean? There's three of us. (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. We have a special guest today, and we're going to get into that in just a moment, but... Anyway, as usual, grab a glass and give a cheers, and it's Wine Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, now, the name of our special guest that we have here on the podcast today is Phil. (gasps) We have our first male subject. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to disappoint a lot of the ladies out there, aren't I? <laughs> I'm gonna take my sweater it's already off. happening. <laughs> We're not even that deep into the wine yet. Come on. <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> uh. well, so yeah, here it is. It's Wednesday. We've got our wine, and we have a special guest, and. You know, we're all about telling stories here on our on our podcast, and and Phil is gracious enough to come on and tell another juicy story. Absolutely, so, welcome. I don't know if it's that juicy or oh, not, well. but we'll find out what the <laughs> listeners think. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. Oh, I, I appreciate it and letting me share my story. I was thinking on the drive in is. I was about a lot of things, right? Yeah, of course. Um, about uh, how I, rewarding this is, I feel like, for me, as it is maybe for the listeners out there, just because this is probably the first time I will have, like, said the story in whole, mm-hmm. um, you know, instead of, like, snippets here and snippets there and, sure. and things like that. So um, if I'm a little nervous, uh, forgive me. So you sound great. As a ma- <laughs> matter of fact, I wanted to say, I think we might have to have him on as a regular. You have a great voice. Yeah, I think you're, it's going to come across sounding fabulous. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so where to begin? Um, I was thinking about this cause I listened to last week's podcast. Alex did phenomenal. So cheers to Alex. If you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that for sure. Um, my story, I'm going to, I think almost tell in reverse if that (laughs) works for you. Let's get to the end, the punchline here, right? (laughs) Uh, let's not, uh, string the ladies (laughs) along anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I came out at 37 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the, the story that I wanted to tell in Pride Month. We felt like this mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. Uh, yes. a 
good time. I was going to say that, and then I didn't want to ruin, I didn't know when you were going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. but I was going to say, like, everyone, we're having a great Pride Month. We've already had one story in relation, and now we're going to have another one, and yeah. and here we go. So, And I, and I think great. it's, and this is, and this, all of this is, like pretty recent, right? From what I understand. Right? This is, yeah, this is all pretty recent. So, uh, cause I'm only 38 right now. Right. Uh, so it was actually just in September. So nine months ago, mm-hmm. uh, maybe, uh, now my personal self like realization was probably, uh, two and a half years of that. Um, but yeah, it was basically nine months ago that I, um, had gotten into an argument with my partner and I'm in a relationship and have been for two and a half years. So if you do the math on that, yeah. I wasn't out for <laughs> a year and a half of that. Um, and he was very supportive, uh, very understanding, um, uh, but continued to push me. And, you know, uh, we moved in together in October. And so by September, kind of the, the, the clock was ticking, yeah. right? You yeah. know, it was, it was time to uh, make a decision. I'll keep my words I'll keep my mm-hmm. words pleasant for the audience. Oh, you don't have to. Oh, okay. No, no, this this goes we, straight to explicit. I was just going to say that. We have, a, we have the little E uh, in our podcast. Yes. Good, good. Yeah. Well, then I was going to say shit or get off the pot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly the words I was thinking. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I mean, it was it was September, and uh, we got into a, an argument. It was about that, again, which tended to be most of our arguments. And um, I needed to get out of the house for a while, and I got in the car, and I drove to my boss's house. And if you know me at all, uh, I, I have two bosses, but uh, uh, which I'm close with both of them, uh, but one of them, um, I would say, I mean, they're both mentors in, in the same sense, but, um, you know, there was one that I just wanted to share this with and mm-hmm. showed up. He was working on his bike in the garage and I sat on the floor and he was like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's like, do you want to go inside? And, uh, yeah, I, I finally came out to him. And I think part of the reason, uh, that, that I started there was also because I am the leader of his organization. Um, mm-hmm. and he is, uh, you know, a Christian man and, mm-hmm. um, his family is, and, um, and he was so supportive. I mean, the very first thing he did was got up and just gave me the biggest, longest hug. I have goosebumps. <laughs> so awesome. That, and, uh, and, and it was, and told me how proud of me he was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really reassuring because that was kind of a big mental mind block, mm-hmm. um, in the journey. And, um, you know, we talked for probably 45 minutes and I asked a lot of questions, you know, are you comfortable with me leading your organization still? Um, which of course he was. Mm -hmm. And, um, and where did his beliefs lie in this? Because, um, while I not, wouldn't say I'm a practicing religious person, I would still say that I have faith now. I think we're still figuring that out, Sure. but, um, and how do those coexist? Uh, Mm -hmm. because so often they don't, uh, coexist or they can't coexist for a lot of people, which is really unfortunate uh, because, you know, if you were to follow Jesus and read the Bible and not to get too spiritual and all that, uh, there's a lot of good to be taken from that book and a lot of ways we should be living our life. Um, and I try and follow those in, in any way that I can, but, um, you know, we had a nice conversation about how he believes that God created each of us, um, you know, individually and for who we are and we were put on this planet for a purpose and um and so that is kind of where i lie in my personal beliefs Mm. 
Now, one thing is I believe that everybody can believe what they want to and, and more power to them. And, and uh, we were talking about this when, mm-hmm. when we hung out, Amy, uh, you know, over the weekend was that it is personal. It's, it's your personal relationship with, with, you know, re- religion or your personal relationship with your family or, or all these things. It's supposed to be personal. So anyways, I digress, but, uh, that was a really big obstacle to, obstacle to overcome. Mm-hmm. And then over the next, uh, few weeks, it was, um, coming out to, um, I actually, before I even came out to my family, it was my other boss at work, which, which I followed about to the car one day and we sat inside and his response was, gee, Phil, I think we knew that already. (laughs) Not in a bad way. I know a lot of people take that personal, but you know, when you go, I've worked for them for 14 years and as long as I've been with them and I haven't been in a relationship or anything like that. So yeah, I just kind of, you know, told myself that I was going to, basically I was going to hide it my entire life. Mm-hmm. That was the plan, right? I was, I was going to, uh, marry myself to my job as mm-hmm. many people who know me know that, mm-hmm. uh, I could be there at open and all the way till close and, uh, you know, and all of that. So that was a big obstacle to overcome. Um, and I was just going to be happy with that. Because I'm, I'm the type of person that was just comfortable flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are probably just want to fly under the radar, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So that was uh, a big milestone. Um, and finally, I think after a couple of weeks, one of the owners, or the, the one that I came out to first, was like, um, all right, Phil, it's time. You got to go see your family. Like, mm-hmm. you, you're going to regret this the longer you wait, yeah. or it's going to get harder the longer you wait. And so... I drove down and I think I had the day off and, um, I got there at like 12, 1230 and I started with my brother-in-law of all people. Um, and, um, he was working from home and so we had lunch together and I told him and cause I, I, I wanted, I knew that he was pretty, pretty welcoming and accepting mm-hmm. and, but wanted him to, um, you know, uh, gauge how the rest of the family oh was going to take sure, it. Sure. So sure. was uh, it unusual for you to just kind of like show up at lunchtime? A or? Very, uh, very unusual. Okay. Most, <laughs> oh, he so knew something was, was okay. going on. <laughs> he knew something was going on. And so how long of a drive you said drove it's, down? It's an Is hour. It, oh, okay. So yeah, Correct. yeah, just yeah. down to Salem. Okay. So uh, made that drive and told him and then, um, wash my car because the weather was nice still in September. And I was like, all right, this will clear my head. Stalling. Stalling. I was waiting for my sister to get home because I wanted her to be next. And mm-hmm. uh, her response was, okay, so what's for dinner? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was kind of like, life goes that, on. That, yeah. That's yeah. life. We yeah, mm-hmm. happy for me. Didn't have a lot of questions. She just was happy for me to be who I am. You're my and brother and I love you. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was reassuring. And then mom and dad who live right next door to my sister, um, you know, they were next and they were the ones I was, <laughs> you say it like you're going to get butchered or something. They were next. Well, this is so interesting. <laughs> they are, they are the most liberal, welcoming people. My whole family is for the most part. I kind of want to meet your family. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They'll be on the next podcast. Um, and, uh, and so my sister was like, do you want to, do you want to go? You want me to go with you? And I was like, uh, I was like, sure, you can come with me. And then we get in there and she's like, Phil has something to tell you. (laughs) And I was like, Stephanie. Uh, And she was like, Phil's got a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, (laughs) so she pretty much did it for me, which made it easy. And, um, not a lot was said that night. And, um, it was 
love and respect. And as long as I'm happy, they just wanted to see me happy. And, and so that was, that was really important. So, um, that was kind of my, you know, journey of coming out. Um, you know, I told my brother over the phone, um, unfortunately, uh, I do have one family member that is, um, not welcoming, you know, um, uh, more religious and, doesn't believe in that. And, um, so yeah, still trying to continue to have a relationship there, um, is difficult. And, and I don't even mean relationship because I'm fine cutting all ties. Um, if you don't want to be around me and, and, sure. and that's, that's okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. But when they're family, right, mm-hmm. it makes it a little more interesting. Yeah. So holidays are a little bit more intense and mm-hmm. awkward now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, luckily this person, uh, tends to bow out more often than I do. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. And they shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, if they feel uncomfortable, then they should. I, I think the, the hardest thing for me was like, I'm ready to cut ties cause I don't want that in my life. And my family was not, and that was the challenging part. And we mm-hmm. still have arguments to this day. Sure. Uh, because, uh, you know, I think that, you know, well, if you truly love and support me, why would you support somebody that holds these beliefs? Why would you want somebody that holds these beliefs in your life and things like that? So that's been a journey as well. And, um, you know, just trying to, to, to figure that all out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's pretty much my coming out story. Um, it's been a journey. Um, honestly, what, what really kicked it off for me? Well, I should say this. Uh, because I, I guess I told you the story about coming out, but I didn't really tell you about my self-realization. I probably knew since I was, oh gosh, fifth grade, fourth oh, grade. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's, I, my son is in sixth grade right now. Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, I can tell you that I, it, it's always been boys, uh, <laughs> and so um, it, you know I held that in for a really long time. It was never. I've talked to a lot of people in the community and um, there's conversations about, you know, when did you, when did you know? And where's their, you know, self, you know, realize that, nope, I knew from the minute I knew, you know, from the very beginning, um, but never felt quite comfortable. Um, and again, I said, I was just going to kind of live a life to myself, um, which was okay. I still had great friends and, and support group. Um, so did you, did you, confide in any of your friends that's an interesting yes so none of my friends no they couldn't be too close i wanted to be you know the only ones i had a therapist in college um that i confided in um uh, one of the summers that i came back working um just for the summertime there was a friend of a friend that uh, was out and and I confided in him mostly thinking he might be interested but he wasn't (laughs) (laughs) dang it Uh, yeah (laughs) Um, and I want to say there wasn't really anyone else I'm trying to think there might have been one other person but no held it to myself for and and did you I'm curious I'm you know obviously I'm just really curious so (laughs) did you did you experiment? Did you find a gay community that you could in college or? Never a single thing until I was 35 years old. Mm. Oh my 
Yeah. So it's interesting, you know, again, going back to spirituality and things like that, like I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason and we try and we try and find the positive and even the negative and COVID was a a pretty dark time for some people. Oh yeah. uh, For a lot of people. (laughs) Um, but, uh, for, uh, you know, for me and my line of work, we were closed for 11 months. And, and, uh, anybody that knows me is I've got to be around people. I've got to be, you know, (laughs) and so, um, I don't even know. Well, I, okay. So a lot of time at home and, uh, what are we online, right? We have Netflix. And I guess to go back to your original question, this doesn't mean that I didn't explore online, (laughs) but, um, but like any actual physical person, absolutely not. Um, and so had a lot more time at home and there were a few things that all kind of happened all at the same time. So the day that the governor announced that we were going to shut down, um, I can't remember if it was like the 15th or the 16th of March. I remember too. It's like the 15th of March. (laughs) And so, and, and so it was that afternoon and then I got a phone call from my dad and my dad doesn't call very much. We talk every day, but it's always through my mom's phone. They're always together. Right. Um, every now and then he'll check in on me, but, um, and so, uh, my dad called and said, Hey, just want to let you know, I've been having some medical concerns and, uh, you know, I've still got some more tests, but I'm, they're pretty sure it's cancer. And, uh, so I can just remember being in the back of the facility at work and I was just bawling as my boss drives by the one I was, the first one I was telling you about and just like, I'm a wreck. And it wasn't really in that moment that I made a decision, but after that, I kind of made a decision when you reflect a lot and think about life and, um, and you know, I kind of told myself enough's enough, you know, Mm -hmm. I, who do I want on my deathbed Mm -hmm. at my deathbed by my side? And did I want to be alone? And the answer was no. Mm You know, um, and so uh, ultimately that's when I started to, um, explore a little bit more. Uh, it started with a friend, um, that I knew was out. Um, he was in, um, actually a movie series, uh, down in LA. He still lived down there. Um, that was a gay series. So, um, I reached and we went to high school together. I was, when I was a senior, he was a freshman. And so I reached out to him, uh, just on, on Facebook and, you know, struck up a conversation and, uh, eventually, you know, came out to him even just online and he was a great support. Uh, he really was. And, uh, he was very, uh, very sad that I hadn't told him back then because he had a big crush on me in high school, oh, apparently. No. But, <laughs> of course, of course. but now the situations are different and change. But, yeah. you know, he helped me um, get, you know, how to get out on the apps, how to make your profile, how to put yourself out there. Um, all while doing this during COVID. So, um, wow. yeah, just, I'm like. I, I mean, She's we all awe. have, yeah. well, we all have our stories during COVID because I think mm-hmm. uh, several different things happened to people during that time. And I, I, because it was pretty pivotal for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I met Mr. X during COVID on like March 25th or something. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, those were dark times, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, and it, I, I mean, if COVID didn't happen, I, I, you know, how far would you have taken it? You know? I don't even know. Right. I mean, we probably would have just going on living life as mm-hmm. we did. And there was a movie that I watched towards the beginning of COVID and I'm so cheesy corny for the romance movies. And so, um, there was a movie called the thing about Harry. 
I think it was a, uh, what, like, I don't even know what they call it anymore. Lifetime family (laughs) (laughs) type movie. Like definitely never came out on DVD, not in the theaters, straight to TV. Uh, And it was so impactful on my life. And uh, not necessarily because it was a journey about coming out, but it was a journey about um, two high schoolers that ultimately went into college and high school, they thought they hated each other. Um, and in college found out that one was gay and one was pan and, uh, went on this road trip together and just, it was magic. I mean, they, there was this night where they just connected and I was like, I want that connection with someone. Mm-hmm. I, I want that in my life. Um, and, uh, kind of tired of hiding who I was and, and not that I don't still hide who I am, uh, cause I'm not, uh, I don't go shout it from the rooftop. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least true to myself. Um, and I think you'll get to that point. I mean, that's, I mean, all of the self-awareness, accepting it for yourself. I'm sure there's steps that you are also processing too, as you discover. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I wish it didn't take 35 years. I don't know why it did. Um, I mean, we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, and depending on time, no, no, um, but, uh, you know, I think that was, uh, a lot of years not, I said this early on to my now partner, I said, you know, what took me so long was I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be, you know, gay. I wouldn't choose this if this was my, my destiny. And that kind of hurt him a little bit. And I can think back now when saying that, um, that, you know, that, because if I didn't want to be who I was, then why, why would I be with someone else? And so, that kind of journey of self self acceptance even went on after the coming out mm-hmm. um, portion of the story. So, anyways, the just going back to you know COVID and during that time. So, uh, yeah, he got me signed up, and he lives in LA still. So it wasn't like we ever could see each other. Um, but he got all the first texts about the the first dates and the mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. So I put myself out on Hinge and uh, and Bumble. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, did those and um, I know this is the the real exes and I I'm sorry I don't have a lot of exes but um, okay. I have a lot of exes in my head they just may not have known it at the time <laughs> so we'll dive into that um, but uh, yeah I mean I the first guy I dated um, we you know really hit it off and and I cared for him I just think that ultimately we were a little bit different and um, but he was really the one I was still in the closet and I was very open with him about that. And he helped me explore a lot of different things, um, about who I was. Um, and so, you know, I'm really thankful for him. And I would say he was the only really serious one. There was maybe one that was lived up in Seattle, but, um, other than that, until I met my, my current partner, um, there wasn't a like super serious relationship. Well, it's not, it's not surprising considering, I mean, uh, your, and I'm just hearing your story for the first time. Absolutely. So, um, you know, it, it's like you were, you know, maybe progressing back to your, you know, being a 16, 18 year old, early 20s and dating and so forth. So mm-hmm. it's you're, you're just kind of your timeline is just a little is off. And mm-hmm. you're like as far as traditional or what have you or even people who come out early or absolutely you know, early on. It, it is really sad that it's that's that's where you're at like that's what happened but i am like so proud of you oh my <laughs> god you. and thank you so much like 
I know this is not the end of the podcast, but I'm just, it is, it's, it's, um, opening because, you know, you grew up in, so you were, you're probably in the, born in the eighties or something 85, like that. 85, yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> and it's not until more recent. I mean, my son watches, we watch stuff about, you know, gay men and gay couples and, mm-hmm. and we have open discussions and, you know, he has his own journey, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, I'm letting him figure this out. Right. And I personally have give him the, gave him the option that he can tell me anything. And I really try not to react, and even if it's like innocent stuff. But I don't want to react to him because I want to make sure he feels comfortable that he can tell me anything. Yeah. I've heard about his kisses i've heard <laughs> and he's 12 <laughs> and um yeah i mean yeah so that's, that's when you say it's when uh, you say you're he's you were 12 at the time 11 12 i was like um yeah yeah and you know he tells me everything and it, and it just it would have broken my heart if he had to wait till he was 35 to come out to me right and i don't uh, you know i don't i really appreciate that mindset and that you know and my sister has an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, and um, they are uh, raising them that way, um, you know, to be who you are and that whoever you are is okay with us. And, um, and you know, I really appreciate that. And I think we've made, you know, a lot of progress over the years. Oh, I know. Thank God. Um, there's still more to be made. I mean, mm-hmm. even as I'm sitting here, and, and don't take any offense to this, no. but you said we've talked about gay couples, and I would love to get to the day that we just say, we talked about couples. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, from his perspective, um, from his perspective, love is love, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. It It's all the same. Like, I, I oh, mean, I, I really do think this particular generation is growing yes. up very different from anyone else. There's a whole new generation. I'm really proud of them. The 16 to, you know, 18, 20 year olds that I really think it's even taking it one step further of just... Um, total acceptance, total normalcy, total, you know, um, this is who we are and and we own it. And uh, that's really exciting to see, Um, you know, because we just want to live and be loved and share love and, um, and those kinds of things. We were talking about this at dinner the other night that, and I don't know, I'm totally making these statistics up, so (laughs) don't fact check me, (laughs) but I, I, I guess I view the world as like, there's, you know, 15% of the world that is, um, to, to one side, uh, very liberal, very, um, pride, very, um, they're going to shout it. They're going to force it on you. They're going to, you know, live it, breathe it. And, and then there's 15% on the other side that are going to be usually, and I'm doing stereotypes, you know, religious based and don't believe in it and not accepting. And they're going to, they're going to fight back. And we see some of that in, in politics now mm-hmm. uh, of that 15%. But there's really this, you know, 70% in the middle that is just like you and me, right. Um, yeah. that just want to live our life and be happy for mm-hmm. one another and take care of one another. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I hope that the, the 70% can continue to help push the, the needle for us um, on, on some of those talking points about just love is love, right? Love yeah. is love. Yeah. Human to human. We're just humans. We're all humans. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter race, politics, religion. 
Everybody deserves the same rights. Everybody deserves the same care and comfort and support. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the sooner that we can figure that out, the, the sooner that we will, you know, solve not a lot of our problems, but mm-hmm. in the world, I mean, um, you know, we've talked about teenage suicide and, and, oh, um, and various things like that. And, um, if they just knew that they were, you know, mm-hmm. welcome and accepted, mm-hmm. I mean, so many people are afraid to, to come out or to be different from what the norm is, right. In quotes, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, you know, it's when they have the choice, they choose that. And I just, that breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, I don't know that I will ever be out there, um, screaming from the rooftop, but mm-hmm. if I can do my part and share my story, um, great. then I, I think that's, you know, if I can help just one person, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Just right. That yeah. one person. Just that one person. That's right. So, um, but anyways, you were, we were talking about relationships and things mm-hmm. like that and the self exploration. Cause I knew since I was, uh, very, very young. And, and really there was never a doubt in my mind. Um, even though I tried to fight it. Mm-hmm. Um, a, qu- a question oh, on yeah. that. Did you happen to try, I mean, did you think, Oh, well, I want to maybe try going out with a girl. Oh yeah. And I'm I just wondered, Oh, okay. Oh, you're yeah. maybe going to get to that. No, <laughs> absolutely. Jumping the gun here. Abs- no, okay. no, 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 no. I mean, yeah. uh, didn't really date in high school. I mean, mm-hmm. I dated, but n- nothing ever led to anything physical college definitely led to physical. I mean, um, that it, 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 it still works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ultimately, yeah. and, and yeah, so could I have gone down the path of, uh, find a woman, marry a woman, raise a family, you know, do all of that. Uh, I easily could have done that. Uh, uh, I, but you would have been battling the whole time. But exactly. Yeah. And even more than I already was right. just kind of hiding it. I mm-hmm. bet you there's a higher percentage of that happening than we realize. Do you think? I think so. I mean, yeah. I, I have a, a, a friend that um, he was married and had two kids and then came out. Mm-hmm. And that he was a fair amount older than I was, maybe maybe eight or ten years older. So I got to see that transpire, and I think that was one of the reasons that I would have never gone down that path because I didn't want to put others in that situation. Yeah, because it, um, it, there's there's pain that goes along with that, yeah. like you you know, right? There is other people. Now, eventually, we may get to a time and place in our lives where, um, uh, you know, like Alex, it's you know, we're gonna have a, a family with a man, then we're going to have a family with a woman, then we're going to have a family with a man and it's not really going to matter. And, and then, then that won't be as big of an impact. But, um, especially at that time, it was pretty impactful on the families and, and things like that. But now looking back, he's happy. Uh, the woman's remarried and, and happy and the kids are just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, uh, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've done it a little bit different. I probably would have tried, but everybody's got their own journey. So yeah, I have yeah. a, I have a, I have a relative that transitioned to a woman mm-hmm. and two kids and changed everything about her life. And it's, uh, was yeah, she married at the time? She was, uh, with her partner who she was having the children, having with. the children with. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, and, and I did get an email, um, when, when she came clean saying, this is, I've never felt comfortable in my skin. I, you know, this is what I'm going to be doing. And she shared her whole story online with family. Um, you know, obviously from, uh, from, from, 
from the family point of view, there was, you know, uh, there's a grieving, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when you give birth to a <laughs> child yeah. and then yeah. they, you know, but, and I think that, uh, and so it's, uh, you know, transitioning is a whole other it's it's huge i mean it's not necessarily always sexual it's like right well yeah, and, and, it's just identity in general uh people are change is difficult i would say for for most people yeah. right yes. change is difficult so you've had however many years 25 years let's say of a certain person a certain you know yep. expectation lifestyle of of you know um it would be no different than if you know amy all of a sudden you know, was out of my life. Well, that's a change. That would be an adjustment period for me. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's, I, I, I get that. Um, and I'm hopeful that the family came around and oh, yeah. supportive and all yeah. of that. No, so. no, I think everybody is yeah. supportive and, and loving and, and so forth. So yeah, but it's just very, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I just, your story is amazing. So I, I, I know we keep interrupting with no. questions, so you need to finish no, your story. No, 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 no. I feel like I'm talking too much. So. No, you're not. Not um, at all. No, 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 no. Um, but, you know, just, I guess, a little bit more about the journey from, like, the beginning uh, of knowing, and you were asking about relationships in high school. Again, I flew under the radar, didn't really date, so that wasn't, you know, I still got asked to snowball and prom, and um, I was prom king uh, at my high school. So, yeah, we were a small senior class, but I'll still, t- I'll still take credit for it. So, I would say I was like, I was, you know, on the popular end. I wasn't a jock or anything like that. But um, and so uh, but we talk about exes. And while I don't have any exes, there were personal relationships with me that I had to get over mm-hmm. um, because of of not being out and comfortable and, mm-hmm. um, or having a fairy tale in my pic- in my head of, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, what I wanted life to be like. So, uh, there was one in high school and, uh, uh, a guy that I was super close with and spent every day together and, um, went down to college with, and, um, you know, it was, I mean, I literally sold my soul to this person. I would have done anything for this person. Um, and it wasn't until, the end of my freshman year grades were dwindling. I wasn't happy. I was depressed. I knew I couldn't have what I wanted, right? He was straight. Um, and so, uh, I was in a pretty dark place and that was actually a turning point. Cause I was about to just drop out. I was just going to come home. I, I, and, uh, that was when I saw the therapist for the first time on campus, um, that kind of helped me. And, um, ultimately, and we were supposed to live together sophomore year. So I was like, wait, I'm going to, perpetuate this for another year of just torturing myself. Right. Um, and so, um, but I was just infatuated, you know, that was what I wanted. And, and I always ask myself, who knows if it's infatuation, is it love? Is it a myth? I don't really know. But to me, it was real and it was a heartbreak. Right. Mm -hmm. And, And that's what I think, you know, is, is all about breaking up or, as uh, typically there's yeah. a heartbreak, maybe not yeah. in these three, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we might be cheering. But, um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, I decided to join a fraternity at that point, still closeted. Um, and, uh, but it was, my grades were slipping and I got introduced to this group of people and it was honestly one of the best things that could have happened to me. Um, not that it helped me on this journey, but 
we were in the library. I mean, they made sure my grades passed. <laughs> they they were, I mean, it was uh, definitely lots of check-ins. They were great guys. They cared about you. It was a brotherhood. It was family, yeah, family. Uh, away from family. Yeah. And so I know fraternities get a, a bad rap, and you'll notice I never say the word frat, right? Because <laughs> uh, you wouldn't call your country a hmm. So um, <laughs> we do the same thing with fraternity. Um, so, but they were uh, they were super supportive. Obviously, they didn't know, and that was where probably my second, you know, love or infatuation was, um, where uh, you know another obvious straight guy, but he was a little, he was a little different because he would flirt. Mm-hmm. I swear, I could not be that far off base. I mean, whether it be a couple drinks get in and the hand goes on my thigh, or um, you know, uh, walk in in the in the middle of me in, in the shower or something like that, like. Uh, I accidentally, on accidentally on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. But nothing, even nothing ever happened as much as I tried. Let me yeah. tell you. Um, but you know, he just sucked me in and made me believe that there was something there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate because I think I've lost so many relationships that I could still have friendships and things like that if I would have just been honest and truthful to myself. I don't think they would have cared to begin with. Sure. Um, and uh, But, you know, instead of coming out or saying what it was, I would just cut all ties, right? As soon as it got unhealthy or to the point where I was at a breaking point, you know, and even to this day, he'll reach out and he'll be like, like, are you ever going to like show up at anything or like, and, oh yeah, I'm just super busy with work, you know? And, uh, but that was my way of just, that was easier for me. Right. So what are you going to do now? So what am I going to do now? Uh, with him? Is it, if he, if he contacts you again? Oh, that's a good question. Cause come I, on. well, I mean, oh, he's the, on. he's the cowboy boots and, uh, I don't know where he stands on this. We had one friend in the fraternity that did come out while we were there in school mm-hmm. and he was never super accepting of him and so I it wasn't that he it was, was a long time ago. it was a long time ago and, and all of that but uh, after this podcast I definitely won't reach out to him because oh. he'll think there's some kind of ulterior motive but <laughs> um, no, no I just think it would be interesting because and you know a it could be he's might be struggling or or had something mm-hmm. in his back mm-hmm. maybe he was struggling with feelings that he had for you that were unresolved you know, and I'm, I'm certainly, you know, he's probably married and four kids and has yeah. some horses. Um, <laughs> <laughs> One of his name is Phil. Uh, <laughs> One of his horses has been named Phil. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> Honey, why are you out in the stable so much? <laughs> you keep riding Phil all the time. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> that horse is so well hung. <laughs> oh, we could go on and on. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I just say it. It's just like say- the conversation. Yeah. Like, to open up and, you know, yeah. it's always the what ifs. Yeah, I just... I know. And I've been battling the what ifs my entire life because what if he doesn't want to hear it? Not that he's in my life much now, but (laughs) um, I think part of that is me not wanting to make others uncomfortable. Um, I think that that is 
honestly, I'm so the type of person I am is so caught up in everybody else. Mm -hmm. Do they feel okay? Are they going to, it was less, honestly, I think it was now that we're talking like less about me and more about, I'm going to make somebody uncomfortable. I don't want to do that. Um, and so you just didn't talk about it, you know? But really the truth is, I think for me, cause I can kind of be that way too. If they're uncomfortable, then it's going to, even though like if they're uncomfortable, then it's going to make you uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's why I just, I prefer that it come up more naturally. Right. Um, again, and maybe that's my mindset of, I just want. <laughs> I was just thinking you're in a stable and he's got a horse named Bill. Well, speaking of Bill. Oh, she, Bill. Sophie's stuck. Oh She's God, stuck on the horse. I thought you were going to make a comment on the phrase came up naturally right? <laughs> I, I was thought she was going somewhere know, there yeah. too i was like that's how we normally roll uh, yes you know absolutely because women we are women typically are naughtier than men they say oh i, mean, I the believe men, it the men always get the bad rap but really i think women are the naughtier <laughs> so we can't get past this oh, i got lots of lots of ants and those camping trips the kids definitely had to go to bed <laughs> let me tell you oh man totally so well, I was going to ask or say or make a comment that you seem really grounded and comfortable and you mentioned seeing a therapist in college. And so, I mean, I don't know, would you still call it a healing journey or do you, are you still working? Cause we all say we're on a healing journey as like ladies kind of in, in the podcast. Healing yeah. journey. That's a really interesting I mean, question. I don't know. I don't feel hurt. Uh, and I don't know if that's where healing means or comes mm. from. Mm. I guess that's what I related to. Oh, sure. I, I, I think I never felt hurt. Um, I, I think it was, but I think it's, it's still a journey. I don't know if sure. I would call it a healing journey. Okay, got it. Um, do I feel so much better? I mean, imagine that right in your head for 35 years. That's heavy. That's like carrying around every a day, giant yeah. lugging, heavy, Oh my God, I can't even. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We're going to cut her mic, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be down to three. (laughs) Um, But I I think there's, uh, so no, for me, I don't feel, I feel more healthy, more happy now than I ever have because of 35 years of, of, every everything you do right Mm -hmm. the clothes you wear is that is that gonna make me you know appear to this or that or um how I say something because people would obviously ask me and it was interesting because um Amy's significant other apparently knew since the first time we had a conversation and Amy's like I had no idea um and so uh it's very interesting there's uh, talking to people now it's like some like yeah we figured and and others would be like I had no idea and 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 so um no I think it's it's, I feel good with where I'm at. It's maybe rebuilding those relationships or new relationships. And, uh, it's been so, I mean, my life freeing. freeing. Um, and my, I had a big friend group, uh, I wouldn't even call it big, but a very close friend group pre COVID and a bunch of things happened. One, uh, one left to be with his, him and his wife moved to Tennessee and got married and had a kid and another one, um, moved to Alaska. And so my, my, that was probably another factor with, 
all this deciding was like, okay, now my, my dad's dying. I have, you know, the world is in chaos. Um, my, we, all of my support group has left me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't really met Amy at that time. I mean, we kind of yeah, knew we each kinda, other, yeah. but we weren't talking as much as we were. And, uh, and so that was, that was part of it. Um, well, and she is like a therapist. I mean, we, she is, She's I feel bad because we're draining. <laughs> we suck the life out of her with all of our, our needs, our therapy needs. I do have to but, remind her. I'm yes. like, okay, let's talk about you now because yeah. I can tell you're in. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting no, to read you, know you a little now. bit better. Yeah, that's a good point. We, I need to remember that too. Thank you. Yes. Phil. Yeah. So Amy, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Okay. But since, since I came out, I mean, I've got Amy and, and, uh, that, and I've got a really great group of friends that I met through bowling. Um, that is, um, very, I mean, we've got a male, female couples, we have female, female couples, we have males that are gay. We have, I mean, it is the most diverse, most welcoming group. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes we'll hang out with just a few and I can just be me. I love it. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I was talking about just the, what is the moral here? Right. I mean, what is, what is, and I just don't be so worried about others. Right. Mm -hmm. And what others, I know a lot of us are compassionate and we're worried about how others are going to feel, but sometimes you have to put your priorities first. Um, and, and sometimes you just gotta have faith and, uh, jump off the edge, right. Dive into the pool. That's, that's so true. Even in other aspects in life, maybe not even with your sexuality, but just, I'm just going to put a quick little plug in here. (laughs) I mean, like I was super shy most of my life and I kind of hid sort of too and faked it a lot and it's freaking exhausting. It is. And how fear, fear kept you from so much. I bet. Yes. And I'm tearful today at my age about it because I do feel like I missed out on a lot of things and events and opportunities and, Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So the message, yes, loud and clear is to definitely be who you are. I mean, to just be you. I mean, I don't even know how else to say it. So well, and, and I think maybe yeah. that's even your healing yeah. journey. It, 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 there must be some feelings that you have from your past because you didn't come out earlier or that you were hiding, that there was a part of you that you could not explore or be yourself or that, you know, um, there, there, there must be some type of not sorrow, but like there's more regret. Oh. Regret. There, there yeah, is. Yeah. There is regret, yeah. and that is not to say I am not. Uh, again, with the with the belief of like everything happens for a reason. This got me to this point um, that I am very happy yeah. in and, and healthy, mm-hmm. and, and I feel good. But yeah, there is. I mean, there was a guy in college, the one that came out yeah. that. I'm pretty sure something might have happened one night, you know, and uh, where we both, you know, had too much wine. And uh, and he he said something like, God, Phil, you're giving me mixed signals. Uh, (laughs) 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 And like, could I have stayed there? No, I went to the couch like it, you know, those moments. And and some of those you try and reach out to and rekindle. And I did reach out to him. And unfortunately, um, it. I don't think he was, that door wasn't open again, mm-hmm. uh, opened again. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of regret and I wasn't as welcoming of him, uh, you know, after the fact. And, uh, again, that was because I was pushing my own 
issues down so much right Mm -hmm. um but yeah there is lots of regret and lots of what ifs and things like that but you can't live that Mm -hmm. way that's right you just I felt like you since you told me I mean we were always I felt like we were always close and connected but as soon as you told me it was like this door opened and all of a sudden you were totally yourself Mm -hmm. there was this shift Mm -hmm. and it was comfortable I mean I remember a couple of times you came to me and you're like do you still love me do you still care about me and I was like I and uh well, that's because I thought you were just in love with me. So oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a crush, yeah, man crush. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> <Dave>. <laughs> but no, you like came alive just in our interactions. Absolutely, and that was huge. And I think yeah. you can see that because Amy still gives me a really hard time about not. I won't lie anymore, but I won't publicize it. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of people within our group Mm -hmm. that still don't know. And, and I've told her, say it, if you want to say it, don't lie, first of all. Um, but, uh, it's okay to me, but you can tell the relationship I have with Amy versus some of the others, because I have that wall up, Mm -hmm. you know? But part of it might just be your personality too. Like, oh yeah. Like you're like there are super flamboyant people or whatever that want to shout it from the rooftops, even if it doesn't involve sexuality. There just are those type of people yeah. that want to be seen and heard. Flamboyancy and this in, is anything. in any mm-hmm. any, any yeah. realm, yeah. And it sounds maybe like that's just partly who you are. That oh. you're just not gonna announce whatever but he did come on a podcast well I did come okay, on a podcast. okay this is true okay, I digress. <laughs> this is true i told you though i guess yeah. if we were talking about healing and i i yeah. we talked about this kind of before we turned on for the audience but uh <laughs> this is for me i think part of the healing process if mm-hmm. you want to say that mm-hmm. um because it's the first time of putting it all together for one group of people or even for myself yeah. um and really this is kind of out there now, you know, that, that group of friends through, you know, that we were talking about with Amy, um, if they listen to her podcast, we'll find out, right. Um, they're going to know. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I just want to live my life. Right. I, I, I just want to yep. continue moving forward. But it, this is mm-hmm. definitely a piece of the journey for me that I felt like, uh, really needed to happen. And so your partner now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, Question. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tell the deets. deets. Uh, you the deets. Uh, <laughs> no, no, but anyways, he he must be, he knows you're doing the podcast. He knows, today. yep, he knows we're I'm doing sure the he's podcast. He's very happy. Yes, yeah. He texted me right before to Aww. say how proud he was and that he felt like this was going to be really good. And, um, yeah, so we've been together two and a half years. Obviously, a year and a half of that was me still figuring things out and, um, and then that post, you know, coming out has obviously been been really good. Um, but yeah, he's younger, so Ooh, uh, you cougar. <laughs> God, we got cougars, we got horses. <laughs> We're very animalistic yes. here. We got a whole farm here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he's eleven years younger. So obviously, yeah. You know, on my dating profile, I would say I had the range set pretty wide. Yeah. Uh, let's drag that net, uh, see what we catch. But you just firing her. <laughs> you, th- there are some things with age 
um, that can be, but there are some that can be a hindrance, but there's also a lot of things that once you get past a certain point, um, not as much. Right. And, uh, you love who you love and Mm -hmm. it kind of goes, goes back to, you know, just be you and be truthful and you know, all of that. So yeah, so we've lived together for six months and, uh, we're together for gosh, a year and a half before that or nine months now, I guess. So he moved in with you after you came out. Was that one of his stipulations? That was one of the stipulations. Not that he said that. I mean, I think, but then how do you live life? How do you hide? Yeah. This is my roommate. You're right. In a a one bedroom condo. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I live in a really small place or we live in a really small place. So yeah, that would have been a little bit of a challenge, but it was something that I needed to do. and, And maybe that deadline helped push me a little bit. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, things are, things are really good. And, uh, that was very, very helpful. So, yeah. That's so awesome. I know. That's awesome. Well, you're going to have to show us pictures. (laughs) (laughs) We don't take a lot of pictures. I mean, neither of us are really, I mean, I have social media accounts, but I, I don't think I posted anything in two years, three years. And before that was hardly anything. So, um, you know. Uh, we don't take a lot of pictures, but okay. <laughs> sure, you have a phone. In he there. has at least one in there because you showed me a photo okay. before I met him. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So now I do yeah. have photos, and uh, that's that's a podcast for another day because uh, appreciating yourself and your body, um, we need to have a whole series on yeah. that. Um, oh, yes, yeah. please. <laughs> <laughs> and has has he spent much time with your family? Um, he has. Uh, he has uh you know all the holidays all the things um you know sometimes he'll bow out if well if one of my relatives is going (laughs) that that doesn't uh sometimes that's the easier option um but for the most part no he's there and you know definitely a part of the family and and me with his uh his mom's in vegas so um we don't get to see her quite as often but dad and uh, his new future wife lives up here and it's sunday dinners every sunday and um, his brother is his best friend other than me so um (laughs) lots of hanging out with him and talking on the phone with him and things like that so uh very kind of all the normal things Mm -hmm. you would say yeah it must be like like day and night your life uh, it's kind of flipped upside down in three years. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. All for the better, though. And I can sleep so much better at night. <sighs> let me tell you. Yes. So That is so... That was a fascinating story. Oh, my. So and you good. are a very good storyteller. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I wasn't yes. sure about it. No, oh, this yeah. was fabulous. The bar was set oh high, so... Okay. Oh, and you handled shot. the horse jokes oh. all through <laughs> it. I... I Wait till you wait till you get Sophie will dish and we oh all hope God. that everybody's fine at the end. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, definitely you'll have to come on the podcast again yes. and yeah, we can talk about other we've got lots of well, I have a lot of issues. But <laughs> yeah, we all lots we have of lots things. of subjects to yes. talk about. Absolutely. Um yeah. Thank you again so much. Thank you for having me. Everybody. Raise a glass. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday. Bye. Bye, everyone. All right. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We really appreciate you listening to us, and we look forward to hanging out with you next Wednesday. Please join us. And in the meantime, please follow us on Instagram at The Real Exes Portland. 
Also, we would love to hear from you and hear some of your juicy stories. You can email us your stories at rxop.yourstory at gmail.com. Until next week. Bye. Bye.